Hi, everybody. This is Cameo Sabatka. And this is Kaylee Weiss. And you are listening to Selling Crazy. <laughs> Hi, you guys. We're so happy to be here recording with you. We hope that you're having an awesome week. Um, the sun is shining. And despite technical difficulties, we're currently... We're here. <laughs> we're showing up for it. <laughs> we're here. We will beat that technology into submission. And then the magic of our producer, Ben, will make it sound like we know what we're doing. Yeah, he'll just he'll just <laughs> seamlessly put it together like, you know, Whoop, like we're like professionals. <laughs> magic. It's all magic. He's our fairy godmother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, okay. So we had a listener question, right? Yes, we had someone contact us. Actually, a couple of people have asked us this, but most recently it was someone on Instagram messaged us saying they'd love to know what like an ideal work day or ideal work week, like our schedule looks like. Like a typical one, right? It can be typical. I don't think there is one. So that's kind of what the oxymoron is, right? Of like a real estate agent. Yeah. But we kind of wanted to start with, so they asked us this question, like, what's your typical work week like? What if you could have like, you know, an ideal work week as a real estate agent, what would it be? And we're like, (laughs) what? (laughs) So I wanted to kind of like, I wanted to ask the internet what the internet thinks. Tell us what the internet thinks we do. Yeah, what our schedule is like. So I'm going to read this to you guys for your viewing pleasure, your listening pleasure. Listening pleasure. Um, Yes. What is the daily schedule of a real estate agent? A real estate agent's daily schedule will look like this. Wake up early before 7 a.m., working out in your morning routine until 8 a.m., lead generation and prospecting from 8 to 11, lunchtime and mental break from 11 to 12, appointments and meetings from 12 to 4, and the rest of the day is yours. (laughs) Oh, it's cute that they think that that's what we do. (laughs) Well, you know, there's so much to unpack here. So (laughs) I can't even talk right now. So, okay. So let's start with the very beginning where it says, wake up early. Okay. So I wake up early want to have kids. They have to get up in the morning. I used to be the kind of person that stayed up wildly late at night and then woke up in the middle of the afternoon and would just have this like fully productive day. But children and real estate have just like totally like derailed that. And now I go to bed like I'm usually asleep by like 930 or 10 at the latest. I'm in bed at 830 putting my serums on. Like, Love it. <laughs> I am upstairs like I am putting the serums on. And then I'm up really early. I'm up at like six. Sometimes when I'm stressed out or I got a problem to solve, my brain will get me up at like 4.30 in the morning. Kaylee will wake up to text messages from me. (laughs) (laughs) She'll wake up to text messages from me from the night before where I'm like, it's 9.45. Did you see this? And she's like, D&D out like a light. (laughs) The next morning when I have my D&D on and I'm snoozing away, hopefully, uh, she likes to respond to those. So... Yeah. And I'm like, guess what idea I have? What about this? And I know she's not going to answer. I also know it's safe because her D&D is on. So I'm not like awaking her up. But (laughs) yes, typically a real estate agent gets up fairly early to start the day because most of the time business hours start at 8 a.m., right? Yeah. Banks start at 8 like or 9. I don't know. Banks. But most business hours start at 8 a.m. So that's kind of a fair assumption, right? That like business would start at 8 I start getting emails and phone calls by then. I, I still ignore get them. I very but... early. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not answering these yet because I still have to get my kids to school and get back to my desk. Yeah, we have kids to get up and dressed and argue with about socks and shoes and all that. And lunches. <laughs> my my kids are 
My kids are now like obsessed with charcuterie boards and I have to pack charcuterie boards for lunch now. What I think is funny (laughs) is that we're the generation (laughs) of charcuterie, but we were brought up with Lunchables. So like the kid version of charcuterie and then we made it our own. It's a perfect evolution. Right. My kids love it too. I mean, I had to pack charcuterie all last week, like all last week. (laughs) You have the bougiest kids. I have kids. the I bougiest kids. Isla was like, I want the bento box that you have with all the little compartments. And I want olives and I want this. And I'm like, Rob's like, what are you doing? I'm over there like cutting things and shapes for them. And he's like, stop. I'm like, I can't stop. <laughs> Did you put like a nice uh, 2013 Merlot in her thermos <laughs> as well? <laughs> if I wouldn't have, She's no, like my, I, my little spirit animal. I love her. She is your spirit animal. I'll make you a charcuterie with a little 2013 Merlot. How about that? Can we make it a Pinot? You got it, girl. You got it. So, okay. So let's unpack the rest of that. So, okay. (laughs) I get the whole like morning routine, working out. Because if you work out in the morning, like you're ready to go. Your blood's flowing. Your morning routine is probably that or breakfast. Hopefully you drink coffee or have some type of caffeine. Because if you're in this business and you don't, something's wrong. And I want to know what you do. Yeah. Um, You're scary. But like getting that morning going blood flowing, stuff going. That's great. I think that's awesome. But like, I'd love to have a few hours in the morning to lead Jen and like prospect. But by the time I'm awake and my coffee is kicked in, I'm answering emails. I'm solving problems, especially on like a Monday. Oh, I think Mondays. I don't know. I love them and I hate them because I, I usually them. get like, I don't love them at all. What <laughs> I hear offer accepted on Mondays, which typically, oh, so okay. I like that. I think that's the only reason I like Mondays, but usually it's like, we're putting out fires, we're solving yeah. issues, we're dealing with, you know, stuff that we so, <laughs> okay, so that's a practical. Weekend. That's a practical, because I think that is like something that we both can agree on. And so probably a lot of real estate agents would agree that, so sometimes I try to book like, oh, I'll anxiously book appointments because my whole week will fill up. And so I'll book stuff for Monday. I'm not saying I don't book appointments for Monday, but I'm saying like, if I'm thinking ahead, I should be thinking like to try not to book anything for my Monday morning because I need that entire morning because it feels like I show properties and I do a lot of things and I'll write offers on the weekends. And so I feel like I need that entire Monday morning to make sure that all my paperwork is in order. All my emails have been answered, like all my transactions are dialed in. And so sometimes I think if I have to give a practical tip from my point of view, if I have to reschedule an appointment with some with somebody that I can reschedule, it's usually on a Monday because I've overbooked myself and I need to clean my, I need to clean house, right? Yeah. Okay. I think it's like a catch-up day. I think it is a catch-up day because the weekends are so crazy and you want to make sure your files are in, in order. It might even spill over into Tuesday sometimes. sometimes. Depending how your weekend went, it's like, ooh, yeah. Monday, Tuesday. Yeah. Like, I don't book a ton of things for Mondays. I do, but I'm I'm clearly not a fast learner, right? <laughs> how many years have you been doing this? <laughs> right? Okay. So, Enough. So maybe think about it as you, if you're interested in real estate or if you want to know what we're doing, Mondays we are cleaning up our files. We are trying to catch up from the weekend. If you're a newer agent and you want to like time block yourself, maybe think about that whenever you are looking at your week. Yeah, I agree. Tuesday kind of is the same thing for me, but not like majorly. I think as we progress into the weekend, closer to the weekend, I think things amp up for me. Yeah. And I think if I haven't given myself the amount of time that I need on Mondays to catch up and clean up, Tuesday looks the same. Yeah. So I think it's really important to think about that and really time block Monday to give yourself 
set yourself up to succeed for the week. Yeah. So then what was the second part about that? Then they said from eight to 11, you'd lead gen. Yes. So no, we're, we're answering emails. We're booking showings. We're doing some lead gen. I like have recently, and I should have done it a lot sooner, but started to automate some of my lead generation um, through KV Core, which is this awesome program. It's like one of the best lead generation programs that EXP has. There's also like another program that I have that's automated some of my seller stuff so I can keep in contact with keeping them updated on what their house is worth. So we can do another podcast about like systems that we're using to lead gen because I do personal touches. So there's like a list of people that I'm going to personally touch back, back with each week, but I don't think I spend, I think that when they say that they mean people are spending like four hours cold calling and four hours sending out like postcards. And when was this article written? <laughs> I don't know. Cause I remember when I worked for a different brokerage and I was in the office like Mondays and Tuesdays, I would hear this team next to us. There was this one guy who was cold calling all day long. I don't know what he was doing the rest of the week. Cause I was only there Monday and Tuesday and on site at a model home the rest of the week. But Monday and Tuesday, he was just cold calling, cold calling, cold calling. And I think long gone are the days of that's how you have to lead Jen. And that's how you get your right. business. I mean, it's great. I'm sure. I'm sure he gets a ton of business for their I mean, team. Is it? Well, I don't know. I've never. I don't know if he does, though. I don't do it. <laughs> I don't know if he does. I don't think I've ever cold called. Have so, you? Yeah, I've cold called. So when I first started, people were like, you have to cold call. You have to like door knock. And I'm not saying that does those don't work. I have people that I know that cold calling and they have gotten business from that. And I know people who are very successful door knocking. I, as a woman, am very uncomfortable door knocking. I door knocked for a little bit and people would like invite me in. It's like, in what world am I walking up to a stranger's house and going into their house with them? Like, here, little girl, I want some candy. <laughs> would you like to come into my house? Like, I have done it, but no one ever answered the door. So I gave up. Okay. So I have had horrible experiences. So I have cold called people. I remember this one day Rob walked in and I was just like sitting on the ground crying. (laughs) I'm not even a crier. And he's like, what happened? And I was like, I just kept calling people and they were so incredibly mean. One person was like, I just want to let you know that like, I would never use you. (laughs) And even if you were the last realtor in the world, I still wouldn't choose you. And I was like, sir, why? You don't even know me. I hope you wrote down that person's name. I just called you to see if like I could I have cold, I have door knocked and had literally like the same situation kind of happen where they'd like, if there was any other, like any other choice in the world, I would choose them over you. (laughs) You don't even know me, but they're just ain't like, they're just, I caught them at a bad time or they're just not nice. Maybe they were napping. So I told myself like, (laughs) maybe they're like, what are you doing here? It's 430 in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're not supposed to go until the sun is up, can't you? But I decided early on that I was not going to build my business on that. Yeah. I was not going to. So I was going to build my business through warm leads and through connections with people that I know. And it has worked. And I'm just really thankful for that. So I don't want to knock anybody's way that they get business. If it's working for you, keep doing it. But it's not working for me. And I think long gone are the days, like a lot of big brokerages still do the bullpens where they want you to have like time on the phone. But I think it's really going away from that because clients want a more real connection. I agree. I think the reason I'm so turned off by that is because way back when I worked for um, Sprint (laughs) as (laughs) a telemarketer. (laughs) I'm laughing so hard. You should be good at cold calling. I should be, but I'm not. Okay. So I would 
be on the phone and it would automatically call people. And I remember talking to Mari Povich once because we would call Vegas. <laughs> and I'm like, is this the Mari Povich? Sorry. His assistant answered and he was like, get off the phone with me. I don't want to talk to you. But I guess I was good enough at it that they were like, we need you in customer service. So we're going to switch you over and promote you. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's just not my thing. I've done door knocking. I've sent letters out like farming. I've, you know, I've done all that. I just, like you said, I like warm leads much better. Yeah. They call it cold calling and warm leads for a reason. Warm is like a hug. Yeah. So why don't you, why don't we tell people what a warm lead is? So, okay, go ahead. You go. Oh, okay. I (laughs) I want to make sure what I think it is is correct. Okay. So firstly, I think for me, why the cold calling and why that stuff doesn't necessarily work is because you have to identify like the kind of agent that you are and the kind of person that you are, right? We keep feeding into you guys, like know yourself, be authentic to who you are in your business. And if like, I know people that are really good at sales and so they excel at cold calling and they excel at just like, they don't hear a no, they just hear a a different solution, right? Right. But I'm a soft sell. So I feel like I want to have a relationship with you and I want to get to know you and and I want to hear what you have to say. And if like you selling at this moment isn't right for you, I'm not going to be beating it into you that you need to sell right now. So I'm more of a soft sell. So maybe that isn't like my cup of tea. So it's one of those things where that doesn't suit me. That doesn't work for my personality. It doesn't bring me joy. So when you're doing this job, you have to find ways to do it that bring you joy or this can really be a hard industry because you're doing hard things. And I have adopted like an attitude where it's like every single no that I get, it brings me one no closer to a yes. So that's a, that is an attitude that I have like soaked into myself and I've taken in. And that was like after many, many no's and lots of hard rejections. And I think that that's helped me in this market. That's like a lot of no's, but I know that every single no I get, is just one no closer to a yes. And so I think you have to identify ways to sell and do things that we've said, like we've said before, are genuine and authentic to you. Yeah. So a warm lead is somebody that either you know directly or someone that you know knows. So it's like somebody that they know, a friend of a friend. And so whenever you get introduced to them or suggested to them and they call you, already the initial barrier where they like hate you <laughs> and they just, their guards up, like they're just gonna, you're trying to sell them a sprint cell phone is gone, right? Oh my gosh, yeah. Like they're just... <laughs> You're not the bad guy like they're anymore. Willing to You're listen. like, no. the friend has referred you. So there's that connection, yeah. which I really like. I like being able to say, oh, you know, so-and-so. That's great. I help them yeah. do X, Y, and Z. Or we're really good friends because of... And there's a certain connection. Cold calling is just very like, I don't know. It's not natural to me. I get it. Yeah, but some people are great. Yeah, some yeah. people are awesome at it and they kill it. Great. If that's you and that's how you get your business, do it because you're being authentically yourself. Me, it would be so forced and I would look like I'm in pain if I were doing it. Like you ugh. Yeah, you would be on the floor crying. I would. Rob literally handed me a glass of wine and was like just sat next to me <laughs> and I was like, "Oh." <laughs> he's like, "You know what?" I was like, he's like, "Why are you doing that to yourself?" Right. And I was like, because I have to. And he's like, no, you don't have to. And I was like, you know what? I don't have to. I'm not gonna. And I didn't, do, I've never done it again. And I have not cried on the floor about cold calling. Okay, about cold calling. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can probably do like an episode about how we lead generate. And then we can go oh, way yeah. more into depth on that. But yeah, I don't think there's a certain time of day in my schedule that I lead generate. I think it just kind of like happens organically, which is awesome. 
And then there's that part of that schedule that says like 11 to 12 is lunchtime and like a mental break. What? What the hell is that? What's a <laughs> mental break? <laughs> what, what's lunch? So if you're, yeah. if you're not eating like horrible food with an energy drink in your car while driving, you're not a real estate agent. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> yeah. So there's like three. I'm joking mostly. You real estate agents know though, you know. Yeah. So I feel like there's three types of lunches for me. Yes. I'll, I'll say there's four. Okay. There's four types of lunches. There's a protein shake in the car. There's a McDonald's Happy Meal. You got to get that <laughs> toy. Because I love those little cheeseburgers. <laughs> so gross. Like, I'm so sorry, but like, I love them. And it's just this, like, it's this weird thing I have. Um, three, it's a scheduled lunch. So every single week I'm making connections with people, past clients, new prospects, people in the community, and I will have lunches. And so those are sit-down lunches, which I think are, you know, I'm sitting down, I'm getting to know them, and we're we're, we're chatting and collaborating. It's a working lunch. It's a working lunch. Thank you. And then four is, oh gosh, oh crap, I totally don't have time to eat. Yeah. Like, I'm just not eating, like, because I've totally forgotten to get food, and now I'm, like, six showings in holding my pee, like... I'm, yeah, I think that sounds about right for me too. I got to pee. Yeah. The protein shake is like, <laughs> yes. It's key. I'm, it's I'm key. not a McDonald's Happy Meal person though. So, because you're not like, that's just gross that I do that, but I'm not going to give it up. I mean, I love me a McDonald's hamburger, but I think, I don't know, my kids would fight over the stupid toy well, if I, I get. bring home one. I get that. Well, I, so it's not the toy for me, Kaylee. I know. The it's not the, the toy. <laughs> You're not seven. I get it. <laughs> I'm not seven. And they're like, do you want apple slices no, or do you want fries. extra fries? And I'm like, excuse me? Extra fries. Duh. Extra fries. <laughs> like, please. <laughs> Give me the salt. Give me all the salt. I mean, I love the lunches that we're doing like an Elevate and Empower lunch. And it's usually charcuterie. And that is right oh, down my alley. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> I can it's always so count good. on one of those a week. <laughs> <laughs> Like, we'll feed you. Come come to the Elevated Empower. We'll feed you. Meet a bunch of rad women. Yeah. Learn about amazing things to build your business. Make friends and eat charcuterie. So it's like a win-win. What is wrong with that? Absolutely freaking nothing is wrong with that. Nothing. It's perfection. <laughs> so then after the lunch is what? Appointments until four? Um, Let's see. And then appointments and meetings from 12 to four. Okay. And then the rest of the day is yours. Yeah. Part of me while I hold my laughter or try to. I, I like I'm losing words. Okay. No, immediately. No, there that's there's no such thing. And there's never a situation where I'm like, you know what? Today I'm going to book all my appointments from 12 to 4. Our clients all have different right. lives. Our clients all are different people. Some of them need to see properties first thing in the morning. Some of them can't see properties till six o'clock at night or eight o'clock at night. Like we're all over the place. They have to go get their kids at two. So we have to everywhere, everywhere. And 12 to 4, so from 4 on, like, you have even better work hours than a state worker. I mean, give me that ideal schedule. I would work that all day, every day. So I'm going to burst some bubbles here. <laughs> that is inaccurate, and that is not the truth. <laughs> so so today, so let's walk through, like, today. So today I got up early. I did paperwork. I answered a ton of text messages. I got ready and was at a showings at, like, 8.30. So I did showings for a while, fielded phone. I was on the phone the entire time to other agents and clients all in between driving to my appointments, working out repair stuff, on the phone with a roofer. Like that's what I was doing. Got home, 
road addendums, trying to clean through my email and answer questions, um, managing some upcoming listings, text Kaylee, Kaylee, I can podcast from blah, 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 blah. We're going to do that. I'm going to get off here, spend some time with my kids, hang out with them. And then I have showings later tonight. Yeah. My, my schedule was weird today. It was very not busy, which is rare for me. It's good. Take advantage of that. Friday. I know. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to take full advantage of it. Yeah. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I try to work out with my trainer. Sometimes it's nine, sometimes it's 10, but daily I am woken up at an ungodly hour by my daughter asking me about cereal. And then I get up and I help my kids get ready for school, <laughs> get them to school by 8.30. And by that time, I have emails and stuff to do. I was doing some paperwork this morning, texting with some clients. Then I went to the gym and worked out, texting with Cameo while I did that. Um, after mm-hmm. that, I came home and actually made myself lunch. What? Look at that. 11 to 12, mental break lunch. It was more like 12 to one. But while I was eating my lunch, I was answering emails, texting, looking up places that we're going to be showing this Mm -hmm. weekend because it's Friday right now for us. It'll be Tuesday when you hear this, but right now it's Friday. So I'm prepping for the weekend of showings for my clients. So I was doing that scheduling showings. And then by 2.45, I have to be at my kid's school to pick them up. That's when I was texting Cameo. Yeah, I'll be home in 15 minutes. Let's hop on and do an episode. And then after this, I am going to finish some more work and get some paperwork finished. So, I mean, it was busy, but it wasn't like appointment busy today. Yeah. So every day is different. So, I mean, honestly, I have trouble. Okay. So this is, this is like something that I'm, I hope agents take away from this. So I get like busy, but then days when it's like what Kaylee was saying, how she had like a morning to go work out and she could do her work stuff like for a little bit, but then she had time to go and do what she needed to do and take a breather. I have trouble really settling in and enjoying that and just unplugging and going to the gym and just like not stressing out because I'm always like in this mode where I like need to be doing something. So really take time to enjoy your downtime. I'm working at it. You guys work at it with me. Like there are times too where it'll be like the middle of the day and I'll realize like a couple appointments like rescheduled or canceled or whatever. And I have time before I have to go get my kiddos. And I'm like, I should be doing something productive. And I'm like, no. I need a minute for me. So guess what? I'm going to go to TJ Maxx at one o'clock. Love it. I'll meet you there. <laughs> That's what I do because I, you know what? <laughs> meet me there. That will make me happy and that will bring me joy. And I need to do that. I need to do that. And it's like a mental break, which it talks about. Mental breaks look very different for everybody. Yes. Cam and I love Home Goods and TJ Maxx to just aimlessly, or is that a word? That's a word, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's late in the day and my brain is kind of fried. <laughs> Just wander the aisles without a child begging for a toy without someone on the phone asking us questions about repairs. That's like freeing for us. Yeah. But I think I kind of have the same problem as Cam. Like if a morning or an afternoon opens up or like my kids go to their their mother, my mother-in-law's not their mother-in-law. <laughs> if they go to my husband's mom's house for like an afternoon, I have a hard time sitting, relaxing, and just like doing nothing. I'm like, oh, they're not here. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to like catch up Mm -hmm. on all this stuff. But I think it's really important for us to really just like Cam said, settle in, take a breather, kind of take time for yourself. And then, you know, if you want to do laundry while you're watching TV, do that. I mean, that's like semi-working. So do you find, do you find, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, go. 
Okay. So rude. So, so, so rude. I do it all the time. Do too. you? <laughs> I don't even notice though. So do you find that like you feel guilty? Like I feel guilty if I'm not like, yeah. if it's like the middle of the day and like I'm home, I would never like turn the TV on because I would feel like too guilty about it. I, like my husband's like, um, you just need to turn the TV on and you need to just like lay down and watch a show. Like just relax. And I'm like, I can't. But I mean, like I'll do other things. So like I just feel guilty and it's like, Why? I shouldn't feel guilty. You guys shouldn't feel guilty. No, you shouldn't. You should choose you. I'm getting better. You should. I think. Um, Good. I can often be found watching Real Housewives during the day, but I saw your TikTok. <laughs> but it's hilarious. Sometimes <laughs> I'm folding clothes or I'm emailing, and it's like background noise. Yeah, same. I have a hard time putting like my phone down. And, like, focusing on a show. Yeah. Unless, like, there's subtitles on. I really love watching <laughs> foreign TV shows where I have to, like, focus on what they're saying because I don't speak their language. Um, I think yeah. that's the only time I really can focus on a show. Otherwise, it's, like, it's on, but I'm emailing. Or I'm, you know, like, I, earlier today, yeah. I was organizing the hall closet. You know. Yeah. Just doing things stuff. that you feel like you have to catch up on. So, okay, so... We're really saying like we're actively working on just giving ourselves grace and just unplugging and not feeling guilty and just like taking that time to just do whatever the heck we want, whether that's like trashy TV or it's Target and a coffee or it's a run, which I don't run. So I don't know why I said that, but I don't if I'm running, you should also be running because something's chasing me. Yeah. And I'm just hoping I'm faster than you. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You probably are. (laughs) Uh, well, I was about to say, like, I make that joke because I know I'm not. Like, there's no way I'm faster than you. Like, it's just... I can sprint, but I am not a long-distance runner. I can't do either, so you're fine. You'll survive. I'll just take you out at the knees and then... <laughs> oh, my God. That's so aggressive. Okay, Purge. Okay. <laughs> Zombie apocalypse time. Let's talk about that. Um, no, I think... I joke around, like, I don't work all day, but I do work every day. Yeah. So, on my birthday, on Christmas... I mean, on holidays, on every day, I'm doing something. Yeah, and same. It, That's you know, a good sign. I can kind of whittle it down to like a couple hours if it's a special day. Like on my birthday, I really don't want to work. But sometimes like I'm, if it's in the middle of the week, I'm home alone. <laughs> I well, have nothing else to do. And it's really situational because like you don't want to work on your birthday. But like if a deal that you've had is falling apart, you're going to fix it. And if you're gonna fix like, it. an offer, like you have to write an offer, an offer gets accepted, you're going to do what you got to do because first You're not going to say, oh, it's my birthday. <laughs> Let's hold off on this. No, you're going to get stuff done. But yeah, but you can do your best to like tell people like, it's my birthday. I'm going to be with my family. I'm going to do this and this and this. So like. You yeah. can lean on people in your brokerage to help you, and you can just unplug as much as you can. Yeah. Maybe you can find an assistant someday. Maybe. Yeah. That's, that is <laughs> Share like, that assistant. So I think if you're thinking about getting into real estate, one, you're welcome to always call or call us, reach out to us, message us, and we'll, we're happy to answer questions. We also, like on Wednesdays, do a pre-licensing Zoom and answer questions and help students. So like we're happy to answer questions for you, but I think... Don't get in this industry if you if you want a job where you only have set hours and you don't work outside those hours. Is that fair? Yeah. Okay. I think that's super fair. I've met a few or new agents, not recently, I think it was earlier, like earlier in the year that I was chatting with and they were like, yeah, I just want to work from like nine to four and then like, you know, do happy hours and <laughs> then, you know, make the same money. And I... <laughs> 
I was like, oh, when you find that job, <laughs> you let me know. Because honestly, like we've been doing this nearly a decade. Yeah. And every day is different. Mm-hmm. Every week is different. Every month is different. Every quarter, every year is different. Like last year could have been leaner for you. And this year you're killing it. It could be swapped. I don't think there's like a real, I don't know, set ideal. No. I mean, there's an ideal schedule. You have an ideal schedule. If you have kids, you're like, I really want to be able to work when they're at school. Yeah. And then when they come home, have some time. And then when they go to bed, I'll work some more. If that works for you, great. Strive for that. I think just time blocking is super important. Getting a calendar, like I'm looking around my office right now. I have three calendars and mm-hmm. that's just in my office. I have multiple ones in my house. But when the first of the month comes up, I put everything on it that is like family, sports, you know, big work things. Um, like Sundays, my son has football. Thursdays, my daughter's riding horses at the barn. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I aim to go to the gym at a certain time. It might not always happen mm-hmm. there. I mean, you know, my trainer can attest to last week was a shit show and I didn't see him. And I had to like totally reschedule. But there are things that you know are going to be happening and then you can work your schedule around those. And I think just seeing those and seeing how quickly the month fills up kind of, you know, humbles you a bit like, oh, I really don't have that much time. But then you like put stuff in and it makes sense. And you got to make it work for yourself. Don't work yourself to the bone. Don't work sun up to sundown. I mean, you could, depending on what time of year it is, cameo. <laughs> She's like hiding. I'm like yes, hanging my head in know. shame right now. Um, so yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I think just doing that and then giving yourself grace. It's not going to all fall together perfectly and be this beautiful, harmonious, wonderful month. I mean, it could be. And amen. Great. Do it. But, you know, as long as you write stuff down and you don't forget, <laughs> I think you're doing a great job. Just do your best. I mean, I think manage your expectations. So if like you want to be a high powered mm-hmm. agent, you're probably going to need to work a lot if you want to sell a certain amount. You, I mean, you'll see the age old question with real estate agents like they'll they can relate to this. Like you don't just I love the new agents when they're like, I just want to close one a month. Great. Or two a month. Cool. It's not a consistent thing. There are months like January, I didn't close a single deal. And that's some Januaries I have, but it's pretty typical for me to not close any in January because I push really hard to close a bunch in December. And then January is like kind of this month where I'm like, I really should be just relaxing and going on vacation and just cleaning out my systems and getting set up for the year. A little plug for our uh, what to do in the slow season episode. right? Yes, go check it out, guys. (laughs) But I don't stress out about that anymore, but I really used to. But the thing about it is, is that we aren't guaranteed business, right? We don't work for a Fortune 500 company where they're like, if you put these hours in and you do these things, you'll get this pay. We get what we put into it. The amount of work we put in and the amount of effort we put in is what we see in results. So if you only have limited time and you know with your family, you only need to sell like, you know, a certain amount of houses, you maybe have a little bit more of like flexibility with your schedule. But if you're someone who is like, I'm going to sell 50 houses a year, you got to work. You got to hustle. You got to work a lot. Yeah. So you have to be continually doing lead generation and continually doing the activities that bring clients in. Yeah. I think the agents who think, yeah, I'm just going to close one a month. Great. But do you know what it takes to get to that one a month point? You have all this months of work, putting energy and effort into your business. And then you start seeing the results. You play, it's like planting seeds. Yes. It's definitely like planting seeds. You reap what you sow. 
And if you plant those seeds and you take care of them and you like tend to them and water them, and I'm like doing lots, you're doing lots of stuff, (laughs) lots of them. But if you do that, then you're going to have this beautiful flower grow eventually, and hopefully that flower doesn't get stepped on. But Oh, wow. That really, that really like, that was yes. so morbid. So that, I mean, that beautiful flower could literally like buy a house next month or that I've had beautiful flowers that it was two years down the line, but I just kept in contact with them. So that's what we're saying. It's not a linear thing. It's just like one month it, I can close yeah. nothing. Another month I can close eight, eight houses and I'm running around like a crazy person. So you just, you build and you build. And after the first couple of years, maybe even more like year three or four, you start to really understand like the kind of you're putting time into these people and you're cultivating these leads. You're seeing what's going to develop. And maybe you're seeing like, I don't want to do this many deals a year. I want to do this many. And that's fair. Maybe you want to scale back. Yeah. And that's okay too. Sometimes. Yeah. My cousin is also in real estate in Northern California. So if you're in Northern California and you need someone, let me know. Um, And she told me, you know, it takes about three to five years for people in real estate to really be taken seriously by their peers and their family and the people around them. And they don't, you know, just see it as, oh, Kaylee started a new hobby. It's no, this is a career. And it's pretty true. I mean, except for if you're cameo and you do like 20 deals your first year, it takes a little bit of time to get your groove and get in there. And then people start, oh yeah, you are in real estate. Yeah. Let me send you my friend. My cousin needs a house. I thought of you. It takes a little bit of time for people to really link your name Mm -hmm. with what you're doing, and then things start to roll. And I think a lot of people get into this business and think, I'm going to just, you know, go for it. And great, go for it. But it might take a little bit of time. Don't be worried. Like we said, it takes some nurturing for those little flowers to grow. And it could be an asparagus plant where it takes three years for it to (laughs) harvest. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So I guess what we're saying is, no day is the same. Nope. We we do our best to time block. Like Kaylee said, I put all my appointments in and in my calendar and I know where I need to be. And then I shift things around accordingly. And there's some things on my calendar that are non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. And those are usually things that involve my children. But you're, you're just going to do your best. And some days, some days you should give yourself grace and just go to TJ Maxx or just take a nap or just take the day off and go hang out with your girlfriends or have a date with your husband, whatever works for you that makes you happy and brings you joy. Cause she's right. You shouldn't be working yourself to the bone. Um, But I think like she said, time blocking, time managing really helps for you to have like perspective and know, Hey, I have an hour here that I still feel really good. And I'm going to call people that I know and I'm going to tell them, Hey, I'm in real estate. And I just want to let you know, remember me, remember me. (laughs) So, and I think every week is going to look kind of different. Oh, 100%. Um, for me, it's not 100% different though. Like there's this gray area where I know Friday, Saturday, Sunday might be a little bit crazy today, Friday, not too crazy, but I know tomorrow I have six showings and Sunday I probably have about four or five offers to write. So it's, you know, the weekend's might not be so relaxing for you as a realtor, but that's okay. That's like our time to like be with our clients and show them these houses because the market right now isn't like it used to be. It used to be, let's put a house on the market on Tuesday and in a week we should have some offers. Now it's like things are coming on every day, every hour of the day too, like random hours. But a lot of the times it's Thursday, Friday, 
showings or open houses are only Saturday and Sunday with offers due Sunday, Monday, and then you know Monday or Tuesday if you get it or not. Like it's like wham, bam, thank you, ma'am right now. And it's hard for some people to wrap their head around that they're going to be working on the weekends, but that's, that's where the money's made is when you can work. Yeah, I don't, I think, you know, if you aren't willing to work on the weekends, this isn't then really the job. Real estate could be a hard industry. <laughs> it could, it could be a hard industry unless you want to pay a buyer's agent and someone to open doors for you, which is fine. But sometimes clients, they want to see you like they want to be with you. They want that relationship with you. They are using you for a reason. Mm-hmm. So if you're always sending someone out, I mean, I understand having to have someone like at the last minute, Hey, can you go open this door for my clients? I get that. But I try so hard to be there so that I can give them the information I want to give them, accurately give them information. Because sometimes people might, you know, show them a house and then give them totally different information or, you know, urge them a different way than you probably would. Yeah. And getting your eyes on the house can be really important. Like I get it. Sometimes I can't make a showing because I'm already at another showing or I'm already at this appointment. So sometimes I need help and it's good training for new agents too. But if I can get my eyes on a house, like I have VA clients and the listing may say it'll go VA, VA but if I get there and I get eyes on the house, I know right. if it's going to go VA and I know what's going to flag at the appraisal or I can see issues. I'm like, well, guys, this could be a problem. And I'm, I'm kind of letting them know ahead of time. Um, and if they really like the house, they have a heads up so that when it gets like to the inspection period and I've, it's yeah. not a surprise, you know? I mean, I, I think it's great people have buyers, agents, and teams, but I think sometimes like to build a real connection to have clients for life, because that's kind of like my motto. I want to have clients not once, not twice, but for life. I want to do their deals. I want to do their kids' deals. I want to do their, yeah, everybody's, right? You have to connect. You have to be there. Like, so you got to show up. So if you want to just not work weekends, that's kind of tough in this industry. I mean, there's probably ways to make it work, but I, I don't see it happening for me. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I've never seen it. I've never seen it work, but I'm not saying that I'm not, uh, that I I couldn't be proven wrong. There might be some markets where it works. It probably won't. Yeah. Here. <laughs> I said that so <laughs> weird, like <laughs> cautiously. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you did. You just like you. You're like a little mouse, <laughs> right? Into that one. <laughs> so we hope that we we probably wildly confused you. Um, bottom line is, is that we put everything on a calendar that we need to do, and then we just do our best to give it the old can, college book try. Things when we can, stay in contact. <laughs> I think the bottom line is that there is no ideal work day or work week, but like set it up for success. Like try to make things, you know, appear on a calendar. <laughs> Like magically write things down is basically what I'm saying. You'll be less stressed out if you know where you're going. Yeah. And if you have to switch things around, that's fine. We all have to, you know, juggle stuff. But I think like, just know it's not going to all look the same every week. Like every Monday is not going to look the same. Every weekend is not going to look the same. And don't be afraid to go on vacation and get someone to cover your desk. Like we were just talking with someone about how they were going on vacation. They came back and they're like, so slammed. That's the best way to get business is plan a vacation. <laughs> like hashtag that. I think we've said that like every single episode, but whatever, it's true. It is true. Every time that I go on vacation, it'll be like slow and I'll be like going on vacation. And then suddenly it's like, I'm slammed. There'll be clients that I haven't spoken to for two years who like, I've just been checking in and it's been like 
radio silence and suddenly they're like today (laughs) we want this house we have to write an offer right now like we need to see it right now and I'm like oh crap I'm not in town and they're like watch the end of April is gonna be crazy for us because we're going to this flourish event in Arizona yes we will be podcasting live I think we're gonna try right yeah we're gonna try to pod or podcast to record a few times there I think maybe we'll do a video that'd be kind of fun yeah, I think we should. Yeah. I think we should try. So no, no promises because we can barely connect today. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we're not flying Ben out. So like, who knows? Like what's going love on? Love that. I mean, he might come in. He's like, no. He can interject <laughs> his voice here saying, yes, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, yeah, Ben here. Uh, thank you so much for the invite. I really appreciate it. Probably can't make it. Actually, like you two, uh, I'm a parent. So I have a lot of responsibilities taking my kids to and from school every day. Uh, so probably can't make this trip, but maybe next time I would love to do some remote podcasting with you someday. But yeah, back to the podcast. Thanks again for the invite. <laughs> oh my gosh, that would be so funny. Well, we really appreciate you guys. We're super thankful for you. We know that you're like crazy busy. You're just out there taking over the world and building your empires. So we just really appreciate you taking the time to listen to us. And we would love your feedback and your questions. Kaylee, do you want to tell them where they yeah, can Yeah, we are on Instagram at selling underscore crazy or on Facebook at Selling Crazy Podcast. You can message us. You can, you know, leave comments, do whatever you want. Like, just get in touch with us. And I love hearing and seeing the post of, hey, I'm in the car line waiting for my kids, listening to you guys. We love it. We love seeing that. Like, just knowing that it's not just my mom listening is just so heartwarming. It makes us smile. It's so cool, you guys. Like, thank you so much. Actually, to be honest, my mom's like, I listened to the first one. That was it. (laughs) Your mom, does she know she's like the topic of like so many of our conversations? She's like a star. My dad listens, so I'm sure he tells her. Like, she's a star. (laughs) Debbie, you're a star. Haley's mom. Debbie, you're a star. Like, go little rock star. (laughs) (laughs) That's our song for Debbie. Oh, Oh, Debbie. Debbie. Well, we really appreciate you guys. We're super thankful for you. We're serious, serious about sending us comments and and questions that you have. But again, we love you. Have a great day. And remember that you are always enough.